Having car problems? Well, with Rhoda, getting them fixed is as easy as ordering takeout. They'll come pick up your car for free, do any repair or maintenance needed, and return it right to your driveway. They'll even give you a complimentary video inspection of your car so you can see what needs to be done. Perfect for those of us that maybe aren't so car savvy. Book your appointment online at roda.com. And lucky for you, CityCast listeners get a 20% discount on any service for up to $100 off. Just use the code CityCast20. Today on CityCast DC, the DC area is about to get a new airport in Manassas. An old private aviation facility is in the process of converting into a hub for actual airline flights, which will add a fourth option for local flyers seeking a bargain or looking for a better route. Jared Fortet covered the story for Inside Nova, and he's here to explain what happens next. Today is Thursday, February 15th. I'm Michael Schaefer, and here's what DC is talking about. Hey, Jared, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me, Michael. So we have three pretty sizable airports in the area already. Why are we talking about having Manassas Airport be yet another option for commercial airline uh, passengers? So I think the question is really why does a specific company called Adports want to do so? And they see a market for likely smaller regional carriers, budget carriers to fly in and out of Manassas. The airports in the region currently are crowded. They're also increasingly expensive to fly out of for carriers. So this company sees an opportunity in Manassas to create a much smaller, far fewer flights, not really a direct competitor to something like Reagan, but an alternate option for the carriers and for passengers. What did this airport do originally or what does it do now? It carries charter flights, business charter flights, It houses aeronautics research companies, drone companies, but it's mostly small chartered flights, flight schools, and business charter flights right now. I'm curious, you know, for those of us who live a long way from Manassas and might not use it, is there any assumption, any conventional wisdom or logic based on what's happened in other places where they've brought new minor airports online? What will this do to airline prices sort of around Washington in general? If you ask Appports right now, they would say that they want to pitch it as a a very budget-friendly option to flyers. Whether that creates a competitive incentive to carriers elsewhere, I don't know. Again, it's going to be on a much smaller scale than anything like DCA or, or Dulles. So I don't know if they think that there will be a true competitive impact, but they're pitching it as it's it, you'll get cheap flights out of there. All right. No airlines have been announced, much less routes, but are there certain potential flight paths that have gotten traction or that you can imagine getting traction? Yeah, we've heard that vacation destinations in the Southeast would be sort of the first and foremost. Florida and then Georgia, you could think of a place like Orlando or Myrtle Beach, Fairly short flights that carriers like budget carriers like Breeze, JetBlue, Spirit run a number of, and they sort of thrive in those markets just outside of the major airports. So those those much smaller regional airports is where they've increasingly turned to. So that's what's been speculated on, but there's been no formal announcement of routes or airlines. 
So I guess their logic is like, this is a region of 6 million people, and that means that there's enough people flying to Orlando that even an airport on the one far end of the region would be able to get enough volume to make the flight profitable. Exactly. And and I think, you know, they see there is some market for travelers or it will be easier for some travelers. You know, Prince William County is is growing rapidly. The southern and eastern reaches of Fairfax County are growing. Those are still pretty far, depending on traffic from Reagan, Dulles, certainly BWI. So there, there is a population for whom it will be easier to get to Manassas. And the idea is that it would, you know, a small airport running maybe 30 flights a day, you could move through much, much quicker. They, I, I think they'd like to pitch it as a sort of uh, more convenient option, but obviously that'll be dependent on what the routes are. When was the last time you went to the theater? Well, we have a new show for you to check out. The Gala Theater in Columbia Heights is showing the political musical comedy Museum in the Closet, Avida's Return, which follows Argentine icon Eva Perón to the afterlife as her preserved corpse ignites political scandals, clandestine affairs, and mysterious murders. The show is full of samba, reggae, and tango that will have you tapping your feet nonstop. The show is in Spanish with English surtitles and will run from May 9th through June 9th. Get your tickets now at galatheater.org or call 202-234-7174. So as I understand it, this is a thing that's happened elsewhere, too, where small and formerly, you know, very obscure airports have become places where major airlines fly to in the, the kind of margins of other metropolitan areas, too. How would the transformation from small charter to passenger flight work? So right now, the or, or the Manassas City Council signed an agreement with this company, Airports, uh, over the summer. And that gives the airport commission about 18 months to two years to get the airport up to FAA standards under what's called Part 139, which is basically the regulating standards for how commercial airports work and operate. What that's going to entail is adding some fire services, adding room for TSA, the regular things that you see when you go to an an airport terminal now. Although it's going to be on a much smaller scale, they're not going to make any large renovations to the actual terminal yet. So the idea is that for that first phase, they would operate something like 10 to 15 commercial flights out of the airport a day, not a lot. So it wouldn't require a lot of space. That would work sort of like a proof of concept. If Avports, this private company, thinks it's worth it to then pay to expand the terminal and bring in more flights, they say they'll do so maybe two years from when flights start taking off. So right now, if I were to go there, like there's not jetways or, or, you know, any of the stuff that you have at a normal commercial airport, you'll have to take a bus to the plane and go up the ladder or, or Correct. something like that. Yeah. There's some private charter companies that have lounges there for their flyers. And there, there is a public terminal that includes some sort of museum space and, and otherwise. But yes, there, there's some infrastructure that will be needed, but nothing major, uh, no major changes to the ter- terminal itself. So besides the company that wants to do it, who is in favor of making this airport available for passengers and, and who's against it? The city council seems to be very in favor. They voted unanimously to approve this deal. There are some folks both within the city of, Man- of Manassas and, and right outside 
who have expressed concerns over traffic and noise primarily. But right now it's sort of a two-party deal. You have this, this private company that's saying they will pay over 40 years. They'll have a 40-year lease with the city uh, to use the airport. And then all that really needed was the airport commission and the city council to approve the deal. So as long as they're on board, things uh, will continue apace. So I, I guess Manassas sees it as a revenue opportunity with the lease and, and whatever development an airport would throw off. Plus, I guess it'll be a, a good thing to land residents and companies if Manassas becomes a place where you can really conveniently fly to uh, other cities. Yeah, that's the thinking. I mean, people talk about it sort of putting the city on the map. I don't know, you know, depending on how many flights go in and out, the extent to which that will happen. But it's been something that the city has eyed for some time. This airport has been an asset to the city, even just doing those commercial research, otherwise operations. But other proposals in the past were predicated on the idea that the the city itself would front the money for changes, for major renovations to the terminal to allow a, a greater volume of commercial flights. What's different here is that this private company approached the city, said, we'll pay you an annual lease. And if if we decide to expand the terminal, we'll pay those costs. So the city sort of sees it as a, a risk-free proposition. Through this debate about lifting the number of longer distance flights allowed from DCA and turned out that a certain amount of the agitation around that issue was being kind of astroturfed by airlines that either, you know, had an interest in uh, DCA being uh, robust or were already super invested in one of the other airports. Um, is there anything like that going on here where there, you know, some of the legacy carriers that are already shelling out for the other airports are wary of this? Not that we've seen, no. What Airports is saying is that their proposition is going to be based on fees that the carriers pay to run operations out of certain airports. Those are relatively high in both DCA and Dulles, and they think they can make this work charging carriers much lower fees to fly in and out of Manassas. That's the sort of economics of it on the carrier side. So in a perfect world, what does this become? It depends what you consider perfect, but I guess if you ask the uh, mayor of Manassas, probably, she might say this becomes a a sub-regional, I don't want to say hub, but a thriving airport with maybe up to 30 to 35 flights a day. I think even best case scenario right now, all we've heard is that it's still going to be a pretty small operation, but the terminal might be renovated, it might be improved, it might have some nice amenities installed. So uh, I think that's the idea is that you'd see a truly fully functioning commercial airport, but on a much smaller scale. Jared, thank you so much. Thank you, Michael. I appreciate it. And that is all for today here on CityCast DC. If you enjoyed the show, why not tell a friend, rate the show, leave us a review and subscribe to our morning newsletter. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more news from around the city. Bye.